and welcome to episode 107. We often distort the truth in order to create what we want. How do we do that? And how can intuition help us live our truth? So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Katherine Mahoney and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that we can have a live conversation about the topics in the podcast, any questions you have, or just have a great conversation live on the new Wisdom app. Check out the Wisdom app. Link in the notes below. Living your truth. What on earth does that mean? Well, living your truth means aligning yourself with who you really are. And I talk a lot about about everything you need is within you. That means all the strength to get through anything that's thrown at you, any challenge. The knowledge that you need to make the right decision is all available to you. And intuition is always accessible. So living your truth basically means getting rid of all the exterior stuff that's going on. The ways that we define ourselves, the ways that we limit ourselves, either to be small or we put these limits that seem big that actually close off opportunities. That super sucks, doesn't it? When you end up going, man, I actually limited myself from more opportunities. It's true. It happens. That is because we are not really living as our true selves. Now, I know this sounds a little crazy with business intuition and regular business talk, but you know what this means when you hear it. Like, are you being true to yourself? Are you trying to live in someone else's structure? Are you trying to live up to someone else's system? Are you squeezing yourself into someone else's box? Are you defining yourself by another person's labels? Are you living completely free? Freedom is a big thing for me and I believe in freedom to my core in every ounce of how I live my life. And because of that, I'm constantly busting away and out of that box. Oh, I can't stand that box. Sometimes I'll look at it. Sometimes I'll peek in. But the reality is, ugh, I don't want anything to do with that box. Yeah, I'll get tripped up a little bit. End up getting into that box, but boy, I sure want to know where that exit is. I never shut the door behind myself, that's for sure. It's about being so careful about being true to who you are. How do you see the world? How do you want to see the world? 
How do you want to be and live in the world? Do you like who you are in every aspect of your life and the relationships that you're in? Do you even ask yourself that question? You know, it's a question I often ask myself. Do I like who I am? Do I like how I'm behaving? Do I like the character aspects of myself that comes out in these situations or when I'm this person? My experience, I have found that when I don't like who I am, it is a moment for me to reflect on why is it? Is it because that person is a mirror to me of an aspect or behavior that I need to change or improve upon? Or is it a reflection of a possible pathway I might be heading down if I don't wake up and alert myself? So I do ask myself that question a lot. Do I like who I am? Do I like what's happening? And then I stop and look at that and go, how do I, how do I get back to the way I enjoy being and like who I am? Sometimes that means it's a relationship I need to end and not be in. Sometimes it means a situation I need to get out of. Sometimes it just means I need to look at what I'm doing and how that needs to be a growth opportunity for me instead so I can be more true to myself. That's what's exciting about life and the opportunities that we're given because we are constantly being shown, we're constantly being given these amazing opportunities to become more of ourselves. But the current world that we live in doesn't want us to do that. Working for the man means we have to fit in the confines that they expect us to be. And that often isn't congruent with who we are and who we want to be. Living within the parameters of culture and society. I mean, think of social media even. Do you like who you are? Do you like what you're putting off? Do you like how you feel when you're, when you're participating in social media? That's an important question to ask yourself. Are you trying to be something that you're not? Because that's not being true to yourself. Because you must be true to yourself. You must be kind to yourself. And unless you're true to yourself, you cannot be kind to yourself. If you don't like who you are, how can you be true to who you are? Think about when you're with people that you really don't like or rub you the wrong way. Are you true to them? Are they the person you rely on? Are they the person you go to? Are they the person that you trust the most? No is the answer to that. You know the answer is no. Because the answer is no, it means if you look at that for yourself, if you like who you are or how you're being, then you don't trust yourself. You are the last person you're going to go to to make a decision. And intuition relies on you to trust yourself. You remember step three of intuition is trust. So that's why I bring up being true to who you are and recognizing, do you like who you are? Do you like how you're behaving? Do you like the circumstances you're in? Do you like how you feel when you try to fit into other people's structures? Do you like how you feel? Do you like who you are? Do you like how you behave 
in your daily life in every single relationship and aspect throughout your days? Yes or no? I ask you this because we are at an amazing moment in time when the conversation of intuition in business isn't that odd. It's actually quite an open topic. And the more that we acknowledge and talk about it, the more we realize what an amazing asset it is. But it isn't an asset unless we trust it. And because intuition has so much to do with who we are and how much we trust ourselves, that means we have to start there first. And you think, oh, in business, love yourself. Hmm, this sounds kind of weird. But it isn't. It isn't. Because it's awfully difficult to be in business if you're not happy with who you are and where you're going and feel your purpose. But if you do have a purpose, you feel it strongly and you continually adjust. I've talked about that airplane ride before where you, from Hawaii to Los Angeles and there's all these headwinds and it's not a straight line. It's constant adjusting. If you are able to constantly recognize and adjust to when you feel out of alignment, when you notice you don't like who you are, when you notice you're, you're off your path a little bit, that's what the key is. That's the actual key. It's that simple, really. It's coming back and noticing as quickly as possible by asking yourself these questions that I've been going through through this podcast of do you like yourself? What situations? What relationships? As you begin to get clearer on that, you are also honing your greatest resource of intuition. That's right. It really is that simple. We make things so difficult. Drives me batty, to be honest with you. I can do it too. We get it so complicated, so difficult. We overthink things. We, we feel like we need to work on absolutely every aspect of our life, every minute, every time we feel uncomfortable. But then we begin to feel uncomfortable about the uncomfortable and every little thing that isn't quite working. So we dig deeper and deeper. What if we didn't actually need to do that? All we needed to do was be the airline pilot and go, you know what? When I look at the chart here, it looks like we're actually headed to Alaska. We're supposed to be going to Los Angeles. So I'm just going to adjust a little bit here. And now we're back on track. Oh, whoops. Now we're going too far. We're headed to Chile now. Let's adjust back to Los Angeles. It's small adjustments. It's small adjustments. One at a time. Little steps noticing those little adjustments along the way. And when we notice those little adjustments along the way, that makes it so much easier to stay in trust because instead of going, oh no, oh no, we are so way off course. Like we are almost over Alaska now. We're supposed to be in LA by now. Oh, we're gonna have to tell these passengers that we're gonna be a couple hours late. Oh, um, do we need to stop for fuel? All of these other things begin to happen. Yeah, you have to change the flight plan, all these things. Instead of saying, oh, you know what? I, we're, we're, you know, we're headed that direction. We just need to create a little tiny tweak because of the headwinds and we're back on track. I want you to think of it as that simple. Think of it as this simple little tiny adjustments at a time. You don't have to dive deep. If you are... Flying from Hawaii to Los Angeles, 
You're perfectly in line with Los Angeles. Not a problem at all. It's looking good. And you see the headwinds. You notice, uh uh-oh, we're getting off by a couple degrees here. Now we're about two degrees off. And you think, oh, I need to, you know, what's going on? Why, Why am I not feeling like everything's working? And why do I feel a bit overwhelmed? And, you know, I don't really like this situation. You only have to go back two or three degrees. You don't have to go 90 degrees. I mean, you get up to Alaska, it's basically a 90 degree angle back to LA. If you only have to go two to three degrees at a time, maybe one degree, way better. We'll probably still land in Los Angeles on time. I don't see why not. This is what I want you to think about. Keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself. Isn't this what I say at the end of every podcast? Why do I say this? Because we keep it simple by adjusting our path, adjusting our alignment to where we're going at the one degree, two degree, three degree point, five degrees max. It's much simpler to adjust when we notice that right away. The moment we're off just a little bit, the faster we notice that the simpler it is to adjust. The kinder we are to ourselves because it doesn't take much to adjust. There isn't a big hassle about it. There's no big hassle. We don't have to go take a week to get ourselves back on track. It's just a quick adjustment. If we wait until we follow those two to three degrees for days upon days upon days, and now it's like, whoa, we're 20 degrees off. What's going on here? And we're way off course and it takes weeks to get back. You're just beating yourself up and being very unkind to yourself. That is the last thing I want you to do because when you do that, you go, I, where's my intuition? Where's my guidance? What's going on? There's an alarms going off because you've basically ignored it. You've piled on all of this worry and concern and data and information you're sorting through of what went wrong and why you're at the wrong spot and what do I need to do instead of like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Something's feeling a little tiny bit off. Let's let's make our quick adjustment. And then your intuition is still right there because it's your intuition that starts sounding the alarm because we do notice it right away. Generally, we notice it right away. We're like, hmm, something doesn't quite feel right, but we If we're not asking those questions regularly, if we're not checking in, if we don't have a practice of readjusting regularly, then we don't hear the alarm. It's like a silent burglar alarm inside of us. It's a silent burglar alarm. But if we have a practice of recognizing it right away and we double check, oh, is the alarm system set? Yes. And then we hear beep, beep, beep. Oh, time to change. But if we wait until it's crazy and the burglars are already in the house and the window broke and the police are the sirens we hear, that's too late. We want to hear it in advance. So what I am saying here is begin to ask yourselves the simple questions. Do I like who I am in this relationship? Do I like what's happening in this relationship? Do I like the direction it's going? Do I like the communication? Does it feel in alignment? Does it feel good? Does it feel clean? Does it feel clear? Do I like what structure I'm following for my business? Does it feel natural to me? 
Do I like how I feel when I'm doing these activities? What don't I like? What do I like better? How does it feel? Is it something I just need to adjust to and test? How does that feel? Can I adjust it? If you're constantly asking yourself these questions, you can adjust a lot quicker. Your senses become heightened, very heightened. You can hear that silent alarm. You know that's happening. You get the first phone call from your intuition. Hello, it sounds like there may be an alert going on here. Just wanted to check in with you. Think about that. Wouldn't that be great? That's how it works. But you have to be true to yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to listen to yourself. And you have to trust yourself. Which means you have to live with honor and integrity and grace. When you live, when you work with honor and integrity and grace for yourself and with others, you are leading a path of a very aligned, intuitive life. And your business will thrive no matter what is going on in the world. Because your intuition will give you the direction of where to go what your next step is, and give you that clarity. We're always craving clarity, asking for clarity. Intuition has that for you. And if it gets too difficult and you get too bogged down by things, it happens to all of us. Stress, things come out of nowhere. You're not prepared. You can't hear the silent alarm between everything else happening. Then find someone that can help you outsource your intuition. That's what I do. I can help you not only hone your intuition, but if you need help to outsource it, I can help you with that. All I do is provide that clarity and confirmation, clear the path for you to see and hear and feel your own intuition, give you that recognition of it. But it starts with you being true to who you are being kind to yourself, and trusting who you are. When that happens, intuition is as clear as though someone was giving you neon signs as you move through your life. And I don't know about you, but I like having very clear neon signs. So keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Now, I want to remind you that we can talk live, that is real-time live, together, have a conversation about the topics in the podcast, about business, about mindset, about intuition, on the app Wisdom, which you'll find in the notes. I look forward to having a conversation with you. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier. And we'll see you next time.